Welcome to Canadian Defence Focus from CDR Radio, produced by Canadian Defence Review Magazine. This series of podcasts features interviews with leaders and experts in the defence industry, as well as reports and profiles on the very latest in defence technology. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the CDR Radio podcast. I'm James Careless, Ottawa Bureau Chief with Canadian Defence Review, Canada's leading defence magazine. This time on the CDR Radio podcast, we are taking a look at Skyline. It is a consortium formed by CAE and KF Aerospace to compete for the RCAF's Future Aircrew Training Program, FACT for short. To tell us about that bid, and why Skyline's partners already have the experience and know how to run it, we are joined by Stéphane Hibert and Peter Fadak. Stéphane is Skyline's FACT Program Manager, while Peter is Skyline's Head of Operations. Welcome to both of you. So I understand you have both served in uniform with the Royal Canadian Air Force. Can you tell me a bit more about your background, starting with you, Peter? Yes, well, first of all, thank you for the opportunity to be here. It's a Always nice to talk about the programs we're working on. Uh, For myself, uh, my background, I joined the Air Force in 89, a regular officer training plan, and did my uh, pilot training starting in uh, Port of the Prairie and Moose Jaw, and I got my wings on the helicopter in 94. So I had a great career with tactical aviation, uh, 408 squadron, 403 squadrons, as well as uh, some time teaching in Portage uh, at uh, 3CF FTS, as well as in Gagetown, and finishing my career back in Portage of the Prairie as a as the commandant of the school, a uh, tour in Afghanistan, tour in Haiti. Uh, but overall, uh, I think my, some of my most rewarding times were actually teaching with the students. And, uh, you know, it's always great to have them uh, watch them grow, see things going along. And now, uh, once I got out of the Air Force in 2014, and I had the opportunity to be the site manager for the Contractor Flying Training and Support Program in Southport for a little over seven years, and for that, you know, you're still with your colleagues, you're in the Air Force environment, you see the students and you get to still see the magic of, uh, you know, the Air Force creating new pilots and aviators. Uh, so it's always nice to be able to give back and continue doing that in the role I'm in now is, is just fantastic. And how about you, Stefan? Well, uh, 20 years of proud military service for me. Uh, joined, I was 16, uh, military college. Was lucky to be selected as a student to go to Portage and Moose Jaw as a pilot candidate. Uh, successfully did that, ended up uh, flying F-18s for the rest of my career. Uh, I was also a fighter lead in instructor in Moose Jaw and also a weapons instructor on, on F-18. As I left uh, in 2004, I basically joined the aerospace civilian world, if uh, one could call it that, as a director of programs for various interesting uh, opportunities. Uh, we did special mission aircraft. Uh, for government use. So think about uh, modifying airplanes for air ambulance, surveillance, whatever. I was part of two new aircraft development program as well uh, with uh, customer service and support, managing the entry into service of two of those programs. And of course, uh, with the CA now for uh, defense and security and the simulation of airplanes. So that's uh, my career in a nutshell. Okay. Well, great. Thank you, sir. Okay. We've set the table. So I'm curious, what is the status of Canada's fact procurement and what's going on with Skyline today? So Skyline, uh, we officially finalized and submitted our our bid for the future aircraft training program. This is a culmination of a very extensive process uh, that had 
uh, quite a large uh, team of Canadians working on this, all hands on deck, getting it going and all support, of course, by our parent companies, CA and KF Aerospace. Uh, we put together a very comprehensive package. Uh, as you know, this is a very large program, training and simulation, all the in-service support, aerospace, airworthiness, and out for 25 years. And we're very happy taking our experiences and, and building this really student-centric approach uh, that'll help provide these efficiencies and make sure that the RCF is getting the best product they possibly can, utilizing, uh, you know, the resources they need and have that really reducing the time and training required as we continue to, you know, contribute to the Canadian economy with clean technologies, the environment, and everywhere going along to make sure we're, we're, we're still always have a program that's improving. And, and now we wait for Canada. They're doing their due diligence. They're scoring, they're reviewing. Um, they'll take the time they require for that and, now we're, you know, just waiting and looking forward to, you know, the opportunity to put this uh, program together with all the challenges it has for there. But we're pretty sure we have the experience to make sure that this, uh, you know, it's, it's low risk and the best product for Canada. Now, Stefan, as Skyline's FACT program manager, what is your assessment of your consortium's readiness to implement this extensive military training program? Well, it's uh, definitely a big program, James. That, that's for sure. Uh, Skyline is ready to go. Uh, think about it as uh, we're on the uh, on the runway. We have our engines max power. We we're ready for takeoff. We we just need to go. We just need the clearance to go, and that's what uh, we're waiting on at the at this point. Our partners are ready as well. Uh, let's be honest. Skyline is a unique platform. We we have our incumbent CE and KF Aerospace. Managing the current programs, uh, we we have the people, we have the know-how, we have the resource, uh, the relationship. We're ready to go, military as well as local communities. So so that that's really really good. Um, I would say as well that the the lessons learned that we've picked up over the course of the last twenty years in those two programs are are very very important to make sure that we don't repeat the same things as we go to the next level. So looking forward to, to doing that. Uh, obviously, the, the low risk approach is, I think, is unique uh, from what we, uh, what we have here at, uh, at Skyline. And, and it won't risk a start stop, right? So you don't want to hurt one program while you start the next. Then uh, the position of, of obviously Skyline being the incumbent enabled that to be a true collaboration through, through the system. So we're looking forward to that. We have the experience, uh, we have the record to of collaboration to execute. We're ready to go. Yeah, that brings up a good point and something I want to ask you about, Pete. With the FACT program, what are some of the specific training solutions? Let me take that again. With the FACT program, what are some of the specific training solutions Skyline will use to help train future RCAF students? Well, we'll start off uh, just briefly to talk about uh, uh, the aircraft, uh, as we go forward, uh, we, we went through a very uh, thorough process looking at uh, what would be the best options for Canada, both, uh, you know, capability-wise and economically. And uh, we're going along with lines of, well, as proven capabilities that'll have a long life of support. So we have the Grove 120 turboprop and the King Air 260 for uh, some of the programs. And these are two companies uh, that, uh, you know, we're very familiar working with on existing programs, and we have good relationships with them. Of course, the Pilatus PC-21 for uh, some of the advanced training. This is uh, used in a number of programs worldwide and has an amazing, uh, not just uh, you know performance envelope, but the technologies that are in it uh, really help to expand and, and, 
and be able to do a, a number of training uh, elements, both in simulation, you know, the synthetic environment blending with the real. It, it's a fantastic aircraft. For the helicopters of the Airbus H-135, which is uh, used in many worldwide training programs. So a very proven capability, very reliable, and in service with more than 60 countries. And finally, uh, you know, as a Canadian, um, you know, as the Canadian bidder in Skyline with our, our two uh, parent companies, a long history in Canada, we're very proud to have the DAF, uh, De Havilland Dash 8, another, you know, iconic Canadian company that we can uh, have to support the program in Winnipeg. But, you know, as much as the aircraft are very interesting, more importantly is the uh, the skills and experience that come with our parent companies and, and support elements uh, to keep this, you know, five fleets, you know, 75 plus aircraft uh, bringing into service and operating them both uh, safely and to get through the entire airworthiness process. And with that, we have a great deal of experience through KF Aerospace uh, for not only maintenance, repair, and overhaul, but we have a long relationship with the Department of National Defense in their airworthiness departments for uh, maintaining, modifying, and uh, certifying uh, military aircraft back from the the T-33 through the Twin Otter Buffalo uh, aircraft. So we have a, an excellent relationship. Uh, we've worked collaboratively over time. We've also, our solution has looked at, uh, you know, the right amount of aircraft to go to make sure that, you know, we're, we're always concerned as taxpayers that we're getting the best uh, program forward uh, for both Canadians and Canada. And then as well with the locations, how we can work with Canada collaboratively to make sure that the progressions all work through and we don't have any time wasted for students between training. Um, so that's, you know, KF Aerospace doing with the airworthiness but along the line, CAE as a world leader in manufacturing and training uh, through flight simulators in both civilian and defense markets, uh, their their innovation is known worldwide, and they're always on the leading edge of uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, and uh, the whole new evolution of data analytics to make sure you've got all the proper information, and you can really modify and innovate as you move. So. With us already doing as the incumbents, we're delivering the pilot training. We have the data, we have the knowledge. And working together, uh, we'll just make sure that we uh, we really bring all of these to bear uh, for Canada and the future aircrew training program so that the aircraft, the people, and the facilities all work together. Okay, Stefan, I want you to imagine I've been selected by the RCAF for pilot training. It's my first day. What can I expect? And how will Skyline help ensure that I'm successful? First, let me bring you to, to the, the core of the solution, because that's going to be important for, for you to understand how the first day kind of moves. The first thing is we need to understand our mission. Our mission is to provide the right air crew for Canada, for the RCF, in both quantity and quality. So what we did is basically we looked at how to set up our solution, and we, we came up with a user-centric solution. And what does that do? Well, everything is around the user, right? And that everything kind of push beyond that. So if I bring back to your question, the entire quality of life of the student, he or she and their families are going to be basically paramount in the way we've set up the training. So we've got to support them, make sure that they're ready, make sure that we remove all the stress that are on the other side so that they, they basically can concentrate on being the best student they can be at that time. So uh, what happens is way before the actual the actual uh, date of uh, the move, they will receive a complete package with all the information, a one-stop shop login, so that once again, they can log into the system and, and see, have a, a wealth of knowledge of people that have gone through the system before them. They'll have 24-7 help desk, 
once again, to help them manage as they go to reduce the stress so that they can focus on, on what they're, they're there for. So we're really looking, looking at that. Our entire solution is basically based once again for the user. And when I say the user, sometimes it's the student, sometimes it's an instructor. So we're taking care of the military uh, family as well. We understand that becoming an aircrew is not an easy task. So we want to reduce that risk. So quantity and quality is what we're going to deliver. Now, one of the important points nowadays is inclusivity, making sure all Canadians get the equal opportunity to be part of the Canadian Armed Forces if they so choose. Now, how will Skyline help to ensure that FACT is welcoming to students and instructors from diverse backgrounds? Yeah, so that's an excellent point. And Skyline, of course, fully supports Canada and the RCF's goals for diversity and inclusion. It not only supports it, we're living it. Uh, we've been together now as Skyline for five years and, uh, you know, just working together collaboratively. But so Skyline, you know, we, we've worked hard towards maintaining a very diverse workforce. Uh, our program, of course, follows all the standards for uh, the uh, gender-based analysis plus uh, with all the federal government standards. Uh, a full diversity and inclusion program in our HR plan, which are all requirements from Canada, but it, it's one thing to just be compliant, but we're also really, uh, really living and looking forward to working on that. Uh, one of the elements that I've been working very personally with for the past three years is the Indigenous Participation Plan. And working in that was a, a wonderful opportunity for me to uh, first be educated on the on history and processes, but I've also met some incredible people now I'm Saskatchewan and Manitoba and across Canada uh, and seeing the, the incredible capabilities and desire there are for, for progress. And so uh, very, very proud of our engagements we've had and the work we've done uh, to be prepared to truly embrace uh, everything to go forward on the program with Indigenous inclusivity, LGBTQ2+, uh, everybody, because that's what the, you know, the RCF needs to be a reflection of Canadian society. So working with that, there's Indigenous businesses, organizations, other businesses and organizations uh, really focused, of course, in Saskatchewan, Manitoba, where the programs are, but to reflect Canada. And uh, even to to live that, as I said, we've brought in uh, File Hills Capel Developments to work on our continuing engagement process as we await Canada to finish their due diligence and their processes. So we're going to continue that meaningful engagement and ensure that uh, all of our potential suppliers and partners are aware of where the process is going how we can move forward and uh, to let them know that as soon as we find out what's happening with Canada, that we will include them in all opportunities, everything going forward, because um, this whole program, it's, it's a shared responsibility and a shared benefit. I'm really proud of where the programs come in all these aspects, but especially on the, uh, the Indigenous participation. What will Skyline do to ensure that future RCAF aircrew are prepared for the challenges of the 21st century? Sure. So uh, as we look for it, we understand their unique needs, their challenges. Um, this is Depending on anywhere across uh, Canada, you can have a you know an agricultural family, a, a you know a fishing community, or or anything you have to know. So the first thing is to find out who uh, the people are that we're working with. Uh, you know, back to what both Stefan and I have said is the user centric, student centric, any of that where you have to know who is the program for, and you can tailor uh, everything going towards them. Um, that can be through social programs or technology. Uh, but either way, whatever works, because, you know, not everybody responds the same way to different mechanisms to help them. So we don't know how everything will work along. But uh, as we bring all that on, of course, technology is evolving. And uh, we have to make sure we bring that in with purpose and uh, how the students are ready and adapt to learn to that. We're always ready to innovate. As we look at the results, we'll continue to look forward, innovate along 
flexibility is is not just a requirement, it's it's a necessity as we work with Canada and the RCF on their needs because it is their program. This is a RCF program that's implemented by Canada and we're just going to be this incredibly fortunate people to execute it and continue to, to bring that along. Because uh, as Canadian companies, we have that stake in making sure that Canada succeeds at uh, lasting benefits for the communities, especially the local communities. Uh, when I was a site manager at CFTS, uh, embracing the local community, you know, local community groups, companies, uh, it, was, it was really close to my heart for that. And I want to continue that as we built that into our solution as a Canadian program run by Canadian businesses and working with everybody to have those homegrown benefits. Expanding on this idea, as I understand it, Skyline will essentially be working with Canada to manage the program on an ongoing basis. So how will that work? And what do you think will be the keys to success for Skyline and nurturing that relationship through a 25-year program? Well, let's face it, the FACT is a very complex program. Uh, It'll take a lot of experience, dedication, and know-how to execute as per Canadian requirement. And that's really what Skyline wants to do. The key to success on, on, on this, if if I had to say, it's all about people, right? It's all about relationships. So it's going to be trust and integrity. That's going to be at the forefront. And we're going to need to to have a, a collaboration framework that basically is there every step of the way. So that needs to happen. And how do we do that? How do we achieve that? Well, this, once again, it's through the people, right? We, we are Canadian. We represent Canada. We want Canada to be present at, at our program, all of Canada and all of its people. So we want that to be done. I talked about the framework earlier. It needs to be a real partnership between Skyline, Canada, and the RCAF for the next 25 years. And that's really the key. The last one is one where, once again, we, we have a little bit of a, a leg up, I would say, is is the landscape, understanding the landscape, understanding what's different in Moose Jaw versus Portage versus Winnipeg, understanding how Canadians live in, in each of those uh, provinces or each of those cities. So we really need to, to do that. And our two, call it our two uh, parent companies, have vested interest in making sure this works, right? We're Canadian. We're not going away. It's our home, right? So we want to make sure that we keep uh, good care of it. Okay. A last question for you, Stefan. What do you think the FACT program will be looking like in, say, 20 years' time? Well, uh, the FACT program, there's a lot of stuff happening for the next 20 years, but uh, I think in 20 years, you'll you'll see how FACT is a military program of international prestige. It's going to be the program that everybody wants to emulate. So so that's, I think, is going to be the key. The, the, the relationship needs to work well. Uh, we're able to provide uh, what Canada is looking for, once again, quantity and quality of pilots. Our student-centric approach has proven to be holistic in, in, in air crew training as a whole. Uh, we've been able to drive innovation as, as things change, right? Let's be honest, change will be our only constant in those 25 years. Uh, we know based on the past 20, what, you know, how things can move. We can look at the pandemic a few years ago and suddenly everything changes, right? So we need to be ready for that. We need to make sure that we have a flexible supplier base that we're ready to leverage once again all the uh, amazing innovation of our Canadian companies and and be ready to adapt, right? Uh, we need to remain innovative uh, throughout the life of the contract and, and we've set ourselves for that. So, um, you know, it's it's important to remind ourselves that uh, some of the students that, that will be part of FACT are not even born yet today. So, you know, when you put that in perspective, it, it kind of sets the tone for us as, as leaders and, and that's what Pete and I are trying to do, make sure that we're there for those uh, those kids that are not born yet. So what the future is going to look like, we really don't know. 
uh, one thing is is for sure is that we're ready now and we'll be ready in the next 25 years of the program. Well, final question over to you, Pete. Given this context, defense just set up, what's next for Skyline? Well, first, we're uh, solely focused on uh, winning the future aircraft training program and the contract and implementing what Canada needs. We're not looking too far beyond that at this point, but uh, mainly we are here for for fact for Canada and for the RCF. But we also, you know, as as we've had this uh, process to prepare for, we've now created a essentially start a new Canadian defense and aerospace company in Skyline, joining together two incredible capabilities and and uh, Canadian aerospace companies. So it's not often that you can really take the best of two, you know, Canadian aerospace uh, legends in, in aerospace and defense and combine these homegrown capabilities to continue uh, what is a long legacy of defense programs and contracting in Canadian history. Uh, you know, we're very proud of the work we've been doing on the uh, NATO Flying Training Canada program and the Contracted Flying Training and Support program. And we look to continue that. So uh, with all of that history and the background and what we've done for the bid and prepared it, uh, you know, we're focused on this program first and foremost. And, you know, uh, we win uh, for Skyline. It's a win for Canadian companies and communities and jobs and research and development. And uh, it, really, the sky is the limit. Uh, no pun intended on that one. But, you know, uh, to go back to, you know, Stefan's first analogy, uh, Skyline is ready. So just uh, clear us for takeoff and we'll we'll get going. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, Peter and Stefan, for joining me today. Thank you very much, James. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Stefan and Peter, for joining me today. You've been listening to the latest in the CDR Radio podcast series. They're produced by Canadian Defence Review, Canada's leading defence magazine. This time on the CDR Radio podcast, we have been speaking with Stefan Hebert and Peter Fadak. They have been talking about Skyline's bid for the RCAF's future aircrew training program. To hear more CDR Radio podcasts, go to CanadianDefenseReview.com or find us on iTunes and Google Play under CDR Radio. I'm James Careless. Thank you for listening to the CDR Radio podcast. Talk to you again next time. Tune in next time for another Canadian Defense Focus podcast from CDR Radio.